Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner. Kid Dynamite! That's right, a.k.a. Rob Rob Parker. Parker. And we are live from the TireRack.com studio. We'll do it live! TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be, and this is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it like right here on the Fox Sports Radio Network, the iHeartRadio app, or... Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening for the next three hours and you won't be disappointed. Let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard on a TV theme song Thursday? <laughs> yes, yes. I, I uh, Always a fun day. I know you used to do this in Detroit, but oh, would you hopefully, stop? you know, we're stop. going national. We've been doing it for five <laughs> years. I know, still... but you did it for five years in Detroit before no, this. ten years. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. How no, was your day? Man, things are great. Things are great. Good, and good. And I'll have some, uh, some uh, television news for you soon. 
making uh, okay. be doing some okay. television stuff coming up. So I'm very, very excited, and we'll uh, share that with everybody down the road. Okay, so, good, good, good. Well, uh, let's welcome in the uh, iCouple crew. We got super producer uh, DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex Vegan on the ones and twos. Not the super producer, but the D- super DJ. Of course, Teicher's Tower of Trivia in the third hour of the show. You don't want to miss that. Uh, but in for super producer Rob G is our man Brandon Trufa, otherwise known as The Truth. The he Truth. Is here handling things. And on the update. Hey, Steve. Our man, Steve DeSager. Rob, tonight uh, the NCAA tournament resumes. Obviously, uh, the Sweet 16 is now underway, and Michigan State right now up four points on Kansas State in the uh, first game of the night. Michigan State, Rob, a seven seed. Now, they're obviously a, a strong program now, you know, year in, year out, but they're just a seven seed this year. And Kansas State's a three seed. So right now, they're uh, leading the charge uh, for an upset. We also got Arkansas and UConn tonight. Arkansas, eight. UConn, number four seed. Florida Atlantic, a nine seed versus Tennessee, a four seed. And then we talked to Tracy Murray, the UCLA grad, last night. Uh, And UCLA, the second, number two seed, they play third-seeded Gonzaga in the nightcap. And Rob, if you notice, as I read off those seeds, I did it for a reason. A lot of them were low. Right. Nine seeds and, and four seeds. Four isn't seven that low, seed. but still, yeah, seven seed. And this has been a year uh, of some upsets. Um, the first time, Rob, since 1980 that at least one of these teams is not in the Sweet 16, and that would be Duke. Kansas, Kentucky, and North Carolina. That's, that's uh, the most successful programs of the last 40 years, right? And when you I say mean, that, UCLA Chris, used to be, but now it's the, those are the top four. Right, and for you to say that, that this hasn't happened since 1980, that's a long time ago, more than a generation. Yep. It tells you about the changing of the guard, and uh, Tracy Murray talked about it with the – Transfer portal, Chris, and the I and the um, NAIL, the, the the name likeness and image and likeness, uh, um, you know, that has balanced out some people, and people can move on. They're not getting playing time. They were a right. big recruit. They were at a big school, but they're not playing. They, so they, they take a step a down. Major, right? right. Mid major, and now they're the man there. So, right. so those right. things have happened, and. Um, you know, it's always, Chris, I, I think there's always good to have new blood, not the same old, same old, but it is kind of like to not have any of those in, in schools in it is weird. And I do want to see the ratings. I know they have been very good, and that's good for the NCAA uh, that these upsets have They've been know, the moved, best ever, Let which me is mind-boggling. Uh, the Sports Business Journal said the NCAA tournament's first round was the most watched first round ever. That That's mind-boggling, Chris, because uh, when, when we were growing up, you didn't have many choices. No. And when I, you know, and, and so you, and you didn't have that many channels. So when you talk about, you know, the Magic uh, Bird. Bird game, that's still one of the highest rated sporting events ever. Like right. That and game, it's the most watched college game, ever, ever. basketball game. 
And it'll always be, I it think, will. right? It, it will I think be. it'll always be because just, it was like 35 million, you said, million, you didn't have right? any options. It's like I don't know exactly. Million. Yeah, it was huge. It was a huge number even yeah. for, for back then. And remember, then. our population as a nation wasn't as big as it is now. Right. But and, and you had three channels. You had, had right. three major channels. Uh, cable was probably just Infancy. starting out. Right. Yeah. No, most people you, didn't have you cable. Remember, I didn't have cable growing up until I was, I want to say, seventh grade. Wow. You know when I got cable, Chris? No lie. When I went to college. When I moved to Connecticut. That's pretty close. I mean, not, not even I was, joking. That's about when I, I, I you're what, about five years older than me? I'm four, five years five, older. Yeah, that yep. was when, when I was in seventh grade, around the yep. same time. Yep. I, yep. That was the first time we had, I had cable TV. Uh, there was a big scandal in Queens growing up, like the borough president had some sort of, uh, Chris, he was holding the cable companies hostage because, you know, Queens has a lot of homes, like, right, you know, houses. Right, right, right. right. And, and middle class people. And so they wanted a payoff from the cable company. As soon as uh, Donald Manis committed suicide, we got cable like it felt like the next so week. So the guy I mean, that was holding him hostage committed suicide? Yeah, found out wow. they found out about the scandal and everything, and he wound up committing suicide. Donald wow. Manis, he was the borough president for Queens. But anyway, my point was I didn't see cable till I was in college. So I just had the four or five channels we all had. Yep. Yep. And um so uh, you're right. It, it, and, and some people say, well, it's on four stations. You know, CBS, True TV, TBS, TNT. But still, Rob, I still think back then they had the advantage because it was it were three channels. So amazing that they've done this. And I think the, the, what we want to throw out eventually in a few, you know, a few minutes to our listeners is do you do you like the parody? Because, Rob, there's always been that debate. Right. It is a is a dominant team or two or three better for a league uh, than just having parity. Right. Where you where anybody's got a shot. And, um, you know, I always point to with the NBA in the 70s, that was the most parity the NBA ever had. Uh, eight teams won it, won championships in that decade. Eight out of 10 years. You know, it was a different champion. Uh, and then in the 80s, Rob, the 70s was the worst era for the NBA, the worst decade for the NBA it, for various it was, reasons. It, 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 was, it was, there was drug was issues, Chris. Yeah. It was on tape delay for the championship. I remember, and this is no lie, Howard Cosell, you remember Chris had a segment on the radio called Howard Cosell, speaking of sports, Howard Cosell. <laughs> and he came on and he talked about like the Blue Bloods of the NBA, Chris, were talking about uh, breaking off from the NBA. That's how bad it was. Like they wanted in the to start 70s? The, yeah, they wanted to start well, their remember, own league. So where was, was this while the ABA was in existence or what? Yes, but they were talking about this is before the merger, uh, and it was like the Knicks, the Celtics, you know, like uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. You know, like those kind of franchises. We're talking about right. having their own league. I'm, I'm going to Google it uh, later. I never, find it. I've never even heard about that. But obviously, I mean, yeah, you had the ABA up until they merged in 76. Right. And half of the best players in the world were playing in the ABA. And so, like you said, the NBA, their uh, games were on tape delay. And so, and that was parody. And then in the 80s was the golden era that brought the league back and began its resurgence and its renaissance. And, Rob, not only did 
there were, I believe, let's see, you had the the Lakers, the Sixers, the Celtics, the and the Pistons. Only four teams won championships in the 80s, and only five reached the finals. Houston Amazing. was the other team. Like, so, so in a whole decade, only five teams reached the finals, and yet that was the golden era but, of but, the NBA. And recently, Golden State's been dominant. You had Cleveland meeting them in the playoffs. Those were good. You know, it's been popular with, with Golden State. So, you know, I've always felt like it, it, the, the history seems to show that while we like parity, we also maybe prefer a dominant team, a, a giant. But that, they have that to be good, though. Be. They have to really be like people do want like that that juggernaut, that team, even if it's to hate, Chris. You know, like like even if it's to hate to see them lose or try to, you know, like right. there's, a, there's a part now, of that as well. I think Golden State, when Durant went there, they that became, was a little right. too much. That, you know, I mean, that – that was a little too much because – and maybe it was the way it happened, Rob. You know what I mean? I mean, if they had just organically – I'm not even speaking against player empowerment, but obviously they recruited him. He wanted to go there, and it just seemed unfair. Um, but that – that I don't know how great that was for the league because um, I like seeing, you know, some of these – great players spread out and then made the best man, you know, win. Uh, in the 90s, Rob, you had, it. that was an era, because like I said, the 80s, we talk about Magic and Bird and all that, but very few other teams had a chance because those were super teams. They were organically built, but they were right. super teams. Right. And then with, in the 90s, it was like everybody had their team, Rob. Jordan had his team. Barkley had his team. Elijah Wine, Ewing, Ewing, Reggie Miller, uh, Carl Malone in Stockton, you know, like Clyde Drexler with Portland. Everybody had their squad, and then it was like, okay, who, who's really the boss? David Robinson with the Spurs, and Jordan was the boss. And, you know, so it was like you kind of had parody in it that it was like, okay, we got a superstar and all these different teams have a superstar, but Jordan dominated, so it became but, you know a dominant you know right. I mean, one but but during that time team. though, you 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 know even though they won all the time, Chris, you know like Ewing and them made a run. The like like there, there were teams that were good. The Pacers that you like, thought could challenge that right, you thought could challenge yeah. them. It yeah. wasn't like oh the Knicks got no shot. Like it wasn't like that. Oh no, you th- yeah the Knicks were. I mean that was they were a rival even though they never really they beat they, Jordan. Right, they never beat them, but they a rival, were a rival. Right. Indiana was a rival. Yep. Um, and he was just you know he was just that good, and that's why he's pretty much universally recognized as the goat. So. um it's interesting, Rob, though. Let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Looks like we have some parity in this year's NCAA tournament, and the ratings are skyrocketing. So do you prefer parity, or do you prefer having a giant or two run in the league or the college or whatever it is? Your turn to weigh in. Chris and Rob, the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. All right, it's the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob live from the Tyrac.com studios. 
Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection will be in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com, 877-99 on Fox. All the Blue Bloods, except uh, if you consider them one, UCLA, are gone. And the NCAA tournament's numbers, ratings are skyrocketing. Is this better, parody, or do you like having the, the, the kings of the mountain, the Blue Bloods? Not just NCAA, but in general. Your thoughts to wait. All right, Chris, let's kick it off first with Mark in Sacramento. That's right. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Mark? What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, man? <laughs> um, real quick, um, I always thought that uh, uni- I don't like parity in college basketball. I always- it either has to be a great team because you wanted to get knocked off or a villain. You know, the the UNLVs that you right. either hated or loved. The Dukes, you either hated or loved. Right. You, you know, you had that. The Georgetowns, you either hated or loved. So you always had that in college basketball. But, Chris, you talked about the history of it. I think we – I'm old enough to remember where this actually started. The birthplace was in the Astrodome with with uh, UCLA and Houston, which is where all these these bigger arenas started. That was the first place where they put those 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 games in a big arena. I think they had fifty two thousand there to watch Elvin Hayes and Lou Alcindor. Yep. That's where this all came from. And then now you see the explosion of that. With these, they put these things in these domes in these bigger arenas. That's where all, that's that was the birthplace as far as I'm concerned. And and as far as the history of it, and then from that, you, you talked about the NBA. Um in seventy nine, of course, Magic and Bird, but also in seventy nine was the birth of ESPN. The, and and yeah. two years before that was yeah, the merger. But ESPN didn't yeah. have basketball then. I mean, they were showing. No, no, no. Uh, but they but actually, what I mean was you, you were able to see them, right. but you were right. able to see the highlights twenty four hours a day. Is what I meant. Oh yeah, when they, when they, once yeah, they got started, yeah, with yeah but it was center. even yeah. then. Yeah, it was. It was even then. It wasn't. It was no. It would be unrecognizable. Right to kids so, watching ESPN today, you know, oh, yeah, right, because right, right. they of didn't course. have the money of to course. get the national no. contracts. I, I, I mean, I, I, I agree. They but didn't I was have a lot of Michael great J- stuff on there. It, no. it was, it yeah, was but I was able to see. I, I was able to see a highlight a hundred times a day. So that's I know what, what I mean. you mean. It was, it was magnified. Yeah, it was magnified. Yeah, I don't remember but, yeah. that though. I don't remember them having oh, highlights like that. Well, they had. They had. They had. I mean, they had highlights. They had Sports Center, but it wasn't like. Today, where you know what I mean? It, it no, no, no. They they were running yeah. the same thing over and over. That's what I meant. They were running them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they were running okay. it over. No doubt, Mark. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate yep. you. Guys have a good one. Yep. Let's go to uh, Tony in DC. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tony? What's going on, gentlemen? What's How up, are you? man? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, long time, you long time listener. Hope both of you guys are doing good. Um. I think this is the college of basketball from here on out because, you know what, basketball's in a unique, unique position with these kids that can go overseas or they do one and done. And with the transfer portal, I just don't think we're going to ever have those um, those monster matchups that we can look forward to where we see two teams on a collision course. So, No, I mean, we, we've talked about it. Like you said, the transfer portal and also, Rob, the one and dones. You know, so the most talented players going to the NBA or some of the guys not even going to college. Even if they can't go to the NBA yet, they'll go to the G League or Overtime Elite or something like that. And um, 
So now you get, you know, a, a pretty good players that stay three or four years. Uh, they, you know, have been together with their teammates. They got chemistry. They know the offense better. They're more mature. Uh, they might be smarter Chris, players just because of the experience. So they, they can play with a more talented Rob. team. Yeah. Yeah. Quick question for you and Rob. Are you guys going to do an MLB preview next week? Yes. We do. okay. We've done it the last Looking couple of years. We'll do, do one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. The season starts on Thursday. Yep. So maybe Wednesday, Chris, we'll do a uh, – we usually pick the, the – uh, what do we do? Pick the winners, the MVP, the Cy Young. We'll do that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. (laughs) And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob, this Lamar Jackson thing getting very interesting. As you know, a few days ago, it was reported that someone uh, is contacting teams uh, on behalf of Lamar wanting to negotiate with them. It was said that, you know, he he may be done with the, or it's ready, you know, seems like he's ready to be done with the Ravens. And um, the league sent out a memo today, Rob, notifying to all their teams, all 32, saying that no one who is not certified by the NFL Players Association can negotiate on or talk to teams even on Lamar Jackson's behalf. And Rob, they say teams can only speak with Lamar because he doesn't have an agent. I In the story, I don't even see where it says like someone from the NFLPA can speak for him. And so no, they can uh, only consult him, Chris, like, like right, you can go there but they for can't. Cons- no, right. they can't represent him. Absolutely not. It is, it is definitely like they can, he can go there to get questions asked. You know but what I mean? as far as talking they got, to teams, it's right. only him, which is, I mean, come on. It, that's just a, that's a lot for a player to do. I mean, you know what I mean? Like right. contacting teams, talking to GMs. I mean, it's not impossible, but no, it's I a mean, lot to, to put on your own plate. You know right. what I mean? You're going to be calling these guys and talking to them. And, Rob, they identified the person that they said was calling teams. His name is Ken Francis, uh, and he is a friend of Lamar's. He, he's described himself as a business partner with Lamar on portable gym equipment. Um, now, Lamar, Francis himself said he has not contacted teams. And Jackson put out a tweet saying, stop lying that man never tried to negotiate for me. So, the uh, Rob, I've said it. I'm not. I'm not the one to be like every player has to have an agent. In the NBA, Rob, when they went to, you know, uh, they went to like a max salary. They went to a rookie scale. You know what I mean. So, if you're a great player, you know you're getting that max salary. A lot of players grant him. There's no, there's no, wiggle, there's no wiggle room, Chris. Right. There's nothing to negotiate. It's like a slotted situation. Well, and what they, what, what guys like Ray Allen and Grant Hill did that was smart. They hired a lawyer because you still, you know, you know this. You, they got to read the lawyers. language. There, you can't yes, read the contract. There's little ins and outs, and there's little minor right. things you still right. can negotiate, even though it's not the ultimate salary. And you get a lawyer for that, and you pay him hourly. Right. But you need. I think you, Lamar could get somebody to do that. And like I said yesterday, Rob, it seems like Lamar, the only reason I guess you wouldn't do this is because you just, you may not trust somebody that you don't know, but I think he's old enough now. He's been in the league long enough. 
He's got enough connections within the league as far as other players, friends he knows in the league, probably even front office people that he might be close with or, or coaches or something. And he can talk to them about various agents, agents, you know, like, can I trust this guy? You like him. Has he done good by you? I just think now, I mean, he's in a situation. He needs to get something. Now, I don't want to say done in that he's up against it as far as signing a contract, but he does need to decide what he's going to do. Because, Rob, he doesn't have an offer right now. If he doesn't get an offer, we've talked about, well, maybe he should sit out. But if he didn't get an offer this summer, what's to make him think that sitting out a few months or, or a whole season or whatever is going to make him get another offer? So I just think he, he needs, in my opinion, he needs to bring somebody in. Now, let me, let me tell you this. I have had experience with this, Chris. Um, Sam Bowie, you remember the center from Kentucky yep. who was drafted, drafted over Michael Jordan. Number one in the Jordan draft. Exactly. It was, and uh, over Olajuwon, right? It was Sam was Bowie, it? right? Right. Olajuwon and then Jordan, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it? yeah Jordan I was think third. That was it. Right. Uh, but anyway, Sam Bowie, his contract came up with New Jersey and I was covering him. He didn't have, a, he didn't have a, an agent. Right. And that was, un, you know, back then. We're talking about the 80s, Chris. This was unusual. Right. And agents made more money, too, back then. Often. Oh, yeah, we're getting a higher percentage of your right, contract. Right, like 8 or Absolutely. 10%. I mean, it was high. At least, yep. Uh, and uh, Sam, I remember talking to him about it, and he, he just said, I know, I, I have the list. I know where I fit in, and I know what guys are making. You know, the, the union gives you a list of what right. guys at that time centers – he right. said, I'm not as good as this guy, right? And I'm better than this guy. Okay. <laughs> and he, and that was – Did that he was end where, up doing his deal? And he did his deal and, and did everything. And, and uh, I was – you know, so was it right, worked out for him? It did work out. He got, a, he got a good deal. And the funny kicker story to this was I was, you know, covering it. I had, you know, writing about it or whatever. And so I didn't go to the press conference when they announced his deal. I don't know what happened. I, something, I just didn't cover it. So the next day, I see Bill Fitch at the game. He goes, I can't believe you didn't come to the Sam Bowie press conference. I said, well, yeah, something came up or I couldn't make it. He says, I thought you would be here to get your cut, you know. Because <laughs> I, I was writing stuff, you know, about right, it. Right, right, right. Hey, Sam right. was talking about going to Europe. You know, right, like right, he was right, telling right. me stories and I was writing. Right. But the way he did, I thought you would get here to get your cut, you know. Like, right, 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 right. No, I, 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 what do you think Lamar should do? I think he should just, um, if he's hell bent on this. Unless he's going to start calling teams, that's the only thing he can do. Yeah, Either he's no, going to call mean, them or hire somebody. But I, don't, I think at this point, I, I just don't see him trying to get an agent. I think he will just continue at this pace, Chris. And then at some point, push comes to shove, metal comes to, uh, the rubber meets the road, and then you got to figure out. Am I not signing this uh, fifty? Mil- How much is it? Uh, Thirty-two million. Thirty-two million. Am I not signing? Remember, it? he Am hasn't forced my up way yet. out. No. Last year, he got twenty. I think twenty-three million, and that was his only, relatively speaking, his only big right payday. But I'm yeah. just saying, at some point, and he could just say, "I don't want to be here." You force a trade, something else. I don't know. I, it doesn't sound good with Baltimore. It doesn't sound like uh, he feels good about the organization and where they are and whether or not he could play there. Chris, my gut, my, just my gut, is that he won't play there anymore. That's my, that's my gut. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a practical, pragmatic guy. 
And if if That's just why because he couple. may not like, yeah, right. I'm I mean, he may on. not like the organization. I mean, if other teams aren't going for you, what are you going to do? Now, it's possible that other teams aren't making offers. I think some teams aren't interested because they know they feel like Baltimore is going to match. Can I give you a scenario, Chris? I know this, this is out of left field. The Green Bay Packers are trying to pull off a heist on the Jets. And they say, uh, you know what? We wanted them, but we're not paying that. Remember, you were talking, talking about, about Jets. That. Right. Yeah. They could jump in. Not, is that a, I don't know that, why they haven't. I mean, honestly. Chris, that, that's not – so you're not I, giving I get, up? But I can name five teams that should – heck, everybody that doesn't have a quarterback that's either better than Lamar right. Jackson or on par with him but I'm or saying, close should be interested in him. But, but if you're the Jets, why wouldn't you do that? That's my leverage to you, Green Bay Packers. Like, we're going to start negotiations with Lamar Jackson. Well, now, we, what are we, you going to do? Right. Okay? We, we talked about this on First Things First yesterday, Rob. I, at the, even if they're not interested, they should call him. I agree, Chris. Put and it out it there. And leak it. Right. Leak Put it, it out, out there. there. That, call hey, Rich Cimini and Lamar. say, hey, Rich, yep. this is what's yep. going on. Real talk. He's covered we the Jets just for got like off the phone years. with Lamar Jackson, <laughs> you know, and we're talking. We're interested. Put it out there. Now, I and bet you see. You would I get, bet you, you would that, get Green Bay moving. <laughs> that deal would get done quick. I mean, look, we said it. I think they should be more interested in Lamar anyway. I agree. But at the very least, they should call him and and, and, and Rob. I don't even want to say. You know, look, we know this happens in business, but I don't want to say use him because maybe you can't get something done with Aaron. And then no, if you might, think might. they like Aaron better, fine. But Lamar would, gosh, to say the least, he'd be a great backup plan, a great plan B, right? I, I, if you I can't agree. work it out. I'm, I'm with you 100%. Like, they're, they're, you cannot go wrong there. He's younger. He's got a better upside. Aaron might play well for a year or so. I don't see him playing past this year. Get his $60 million, play in New York, play one year, Chris. I really don't. I, don't, I just don't see him playing past this. And I don't see the Jets. If they get to the Super Bowl, then I'm, I'll be the first to stand up and say, I, I, I don't know. I missed it. I was wrong. I don't believe that's going to happen. No, look, if you're a Jet or a Jets fan, your hope is that Aaron Rodgers is so ticked off by the way Green Bay is essentially, you know, jettisoning him, um, that he is like dead. And, Rob, we've talked about the Brett Favre factor. And he's like, I want to go there and do what Brett didn't. Brett didn't get them to the playoffs. I want to go there and do that and then some. And you hope that that would spark him to be at the workouts in the summer with his new receivers and to really just be all in, no nonsense, on the Jets. And if that happened, Rob, I don't know. Maybe he could have a turn-back-the-clock type of season. I tend to think his age is a factor, but who knows? I mean, he's obviously a great quarterback. So that's what you hope, but I don't know that we've seen. I, I Rob, I wouldn't say we've seen any indication of that at this point. No, no, no. I mean, he clearly I, wanted to play with Green Bay, right? And and he's older. And I mean, I, it, he but, but if you're yeah. but if you're the Jets, and this is what we talked about, and I think I trashed him on Tuesday. 
they they didn't handle it right, Chris. You can't be giddy over somebody when you right. have to make a move for them. Do right. you know what I mean? Like that, it wasn't like he was a free agent and he and you you were you went and you and met with him, right? No, but I'm just saying, like that's different. If if it's a free agent, it's just you paying them. But right. you have to give up something, and they got all giddy, and they let everybody else get signed. They put themselves in a tough spot, and that's yeah. why Green Bay's going to hold out. Absolutely. All right, uh, we'll move on to baseball. The New York Yankees worth seven billion dollars. That's right, seven billion. We're going to talk about that next. It's The Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's The Odd Couple, live from the TireRack.com studios. And it's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Oh, yeah, took it on the chin last night, Chris. I told you to bet all that money of uh, you had uh, saving money for college or paying for your kids. That would not have been a good thing. I'd have been in here. trouble. Big time. All right, the two late <laughs> games, Chris, we got for Shekel City. I got the Clippers minus four and a half hosting the Thunder. In Los Angeles, that game starting at 10.30 Eastern. Clippers 38-35, no Paul George. We'll see how that goes. And the Pelicans minus nine at home against the Hornets. Uh, Chris, that game starts uh, at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern in New Orleans. So there you go. Best bet, Clippers minus four and a half over the Thunder. Pelicans minus nine hosting the, Th- the Hornets. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. And last night was not good. All right. There you have it. Uh, what Rob said, go the opposite. You would have had a hat trick <laughs> last night if you went opposite. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Rob, story in Forbes uh, magazine today saying that the New York Yankees were worth, they're obviously, I don't think surprising to anybody, the most valuable franchise in Major League Baseball. They are worth $7.1 billion, followed by the Dodgers at 4.8, the Red Sox at 4.5, Chicago Cubs at 4.1, and the San Francisco Giants rounding out the top five at $3.7 billion. What what's crazy, Chris, is the increase from one year. The Yankees increased by eighteen percent since twenty twenty two. That's the big the big jump. But again, the thing about television about baseball is about the local television. Like we talk about it all the time, Chris. The only two things that matter in television today live sporting events. And national news. Other than that, people don't watch it. People watch when, when you they want. Right, right, right. People watch, or you know what I mean. You you say you binge. do it with your wife all the time. You binge, right? And you watch the whole season in a weekend, right? You right. don't sit around. I used to when I was married. That was the last time, Chris. I had appointment television. <laughs> we used to watch Seinfeld Thursday night at nine o'clock. Right. That was the right. last television show. That I watched on a regular basis. Alex, I know we've done this before, 
Did Seinfeld go off in 99 or 2000? When did it go? Chris. I believe it was right before 2000. So it went off in 99, Chris. So that was 24 years ago. It was the last time I watched a regularly scheduled, you know, network television like every show. Thursday, right. 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 Where right. I wouldn't miss it. Right. Didn't tape it. I wanted to see it every Thursday when it came on. Right. But but that's that's the strength of of, of baseball and that's what I was saying about it. Um Well, and the, and it's is sports as you mentioned, sports in general, live sports. I mean, the Phoenix Suns Rob, just sold for $4 billion in the NBA. Yep. So, I mean, remember when the Clippers, for goodness sake, sold for two. Steve Ballmer bought them for $2.1 million. Which billion. was a bargain now, and Chris, that, when you right. think about it. I mean, it. that seemed like, oh, what is he doing? He did overpay. Right. At but the now the Phoenix Suns just sold for $4 billion. And they're not, I, I don't know where they would rank, but. They're obviously not the most valuable franchise. That's the Knicks. Uh, even as bad as the Knicks are, I think the Knicks are the most valuable. Uh, yeah, the Lakers and, and obviously would be up there. And here's a Celtics. couple of. But yeah, uh, it's to your point. Live television, whether it's baseball, football, or basketball, is huge. Um, because, because that's, that's the only thing we have to right. watch live, Chris. You, yep. Like like nobody goes home and watches a game. After after it's been, I just we used to do that, Chris. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's there might be a handful of people that do it. I, I don't like doing it now. If I want to break once something I know down, the score, I, I might yeah, hear there. But yeah, though. once I know what happened, but you, but you don't you don't watch the whole nah, game. You might want to go back hard. to a play or a circumstance because you're going to talk. Like about if it. I got to talk about something and I just missed it, right? Then I may watch it, like you said, because I know I have to talk about it. But right. in general. I I missed the game. I know the score. I know who won. Am I going to watch it again? That That's going to be tough. Here's that's the other thing tough. real quick. The Yankees made $143 million, Chris, in cable money in 2022 from the Yes Network, the most profitable and most watched regional sports network in the country. In in total, MLB's 30 teams made $2.3 billion in local TV money in 2022. So local TV for baseball is huge. You know that. We've you want to do a cheer? It. You want to get your pom-poms out? And no, no, no. I'm it. just giving you facts. One, two, three, MLB. <laughs> go, go, go! <laughs> Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.